It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, and relationships with our French romantic Simon Marcel. Bonjour. Bonjour. And a beautiful, Aww. but realist, very real Angie Taylor. Uh, merci, oui. Simon. Simon Marseille. Thank you so much. Um, so listen, Simon, I know we have a call waiting that came into 855-905-8255 tonight. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's about. And it's kind of about, well, let's let's be honest. When you see someone mm-hmm. first time that mm-hmm. you're maybe interested in, mm-hmm. we go to the superficial place because we don't know who you are as a person yet. So we only notice the exterior. We are judging a book by its cover right away until we get to know you and then things change. Okay. So what is something, Simon, superficial, because we all do it, let's admit it, that for you, Simon, is a deal breaker right away if you see. Well, I went on a date a year ago, a girl, just a woman, excuse me, a woman talked about the Kardashian for about 45 minutes straight. It was a deal breaker. That is a deal breaker. 45 minutes on the first date about the Kardashian. Wow. I challenge any man <laughs> to pass the 45 minutes. I challenge to... any woman to pass. Like She loved them all and if, the stories and the brother and Chloe. And, and If I just met a girl like at a party or something and I thought she was cool and then we started talking and all she talked about was Kardashians for 45 minutes, I would think, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is not the kind of girl I need to be friends with. So that's a deal breaker. I once got really annoyed with the way a guy answered the phone. Like what? He said yellow when he answered the phone. And so that's very superficial and stupid, but I felt like, yellow. I'm going to do that to you now. Yellow. I would laugh if you did that because I know you, but yeah. yeah, Or like looks or height or age. You know, there's a whole bunch of different things. And I want to hear what this caller has to say. Her problem is when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. Simon, we're talking about superficial turnoffs. Mm-hmm. The word superficial is such a trigger word, <laughs> but let's face it. If you're out somewhere, that's the first thing you notice is the exterior, yes. the book cover. You don't notice what's inside the book yet. You don't know that person. You don't know. And so we judge sometimes. Yes. And there are certain things that are deal breakers. So let's go to the phone because um, our caller, Tasha, has been holding, listening in Chicopee, Massachusetts on Mix 93.1. Hey, Tasha. Hey, guys. How are you? Bonjour, Tasha. We are good. So I heard you had a, uh, a dilemma, a dating dilemma. Yeah. Um, I actually went on a first date with a guy last night, and I met him online. Um, we'd been talking for like a week prior and I was really into him. Um, Uh I didn't know anything about uh, his physical appearance from like chest down. (laughs) And when I showed up, he's definitely a solid three inches shorter than I am. Okay. And Mm -hmm. he claims that that's not a problem for him. Um, and I'd love to say it's not a problem for me, but I'm a tall girl and, I was so uncomfortable standing next to him last night. Like, I just, that's all I could think about, despite the fact that I really like this guy, and he's hes great compared to the other losers I've dated over the past few months. But I just don't know if I can get past the height thing. Okay, so you're saying that everything else was good, though, because it's hard. Like, this is the plight of the tall girl, right? Yeah. You're tall, I'm tall, our producer Jill is tall, and so always in our mind, we need 6'3 or higher. Like, that's what's going to make us feel like these dainty little women because we're so used to being these Amazon women <laughs> out there. <laughs> and so we need a man that makes us feel little and cute and petite. 
And it the thing that hurts for this guy is that you said you really loved everything about talking with him. And so do you feel like you're throwing out – I always have like, what is it, the, the 80-20 rule? You throw out – 80% good for the 20% that bugs you. Is it worth it to do that? Can you not get over it? Or is it so, like... I mean, well, here's, here's the other part of that problem. The last guy I dated was much shorter than me, and I did get over it, and then he ended up dumping me because the height became a problem for him. So oh. it was like this... <laughs> You have I, a residual. I, mean, I just feel like it goes on both sides. You have PTSD I mean. of, of short of short problems. PTSD of short. Yeah, but I mean, Tasha. I mean, I implore you to give him a chance. Really, I'm a romantic. You've said such great things about him. So if you were okay dating the last guy, you can't judge the new guy because of the last guy because of the same height. Right. I mean, it would be saying like. Two, well, two, he cheated two, on me. Everybody cheats on me. Or two or... women who are tall, like 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 Angie and Jill. So you know, one hurt me, the other one's gonna hurt me. No, 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 no. I really hope you reconsider giving Tasha a him a chance. I always think that as well that we have these ideals in our head and we have this list, you know, like on paper, this is what I want, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like who we really fall in love with, who we really connect with, sometimes is nothing like the list that we had in our mind, this image that we have. in our. If you would have told me, I say this all the time. I'm tall. My husband is the same height as me. So for a guy, he's average height. He's not 6'4". He's 5'10". Mm-hmm. So in heels, I'm taller than my husband. If you would have told me I would have been dating a guy my height that shaves his head bald, I never would have believed you in a million years. But his personality, who he is as a human being, how we connect, makes him the hottest man, the most perfect man in the world for me. So I think I agree with what Simon says that maybe get to know him a little bit more, try to get that other dude out of your head that dumped you because you're mad at him and you're not mad at this new guy, and see where it goes. Yes. You think you can do that? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think what you said is totally fair. I really, I like everything about him. It was just the height that it was kind of making me nervous. Girl, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> you might want that baby. <laughs> you know? Awesome. Yeah, she- I do. I do. It makes perfect sense. There's so many girls listening right now that are like, man, I wish I could find a dude that I connected with on every level that was cute. Oh, sure. If that's his only problem, you got no problems. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Yes. Try again, honey. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Good luck, Tasha. All right, Tasha. Good luck. All right, let us know how it goes. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. More with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening. It's a rendezvous. We're back. We were talking about um, dating. Our, our our last caller, Tasha, said this man was shorter than her. Everything else is perfect. And and I, to be honest, I said I don't understand the bad rap for for short guys. Angie, you got bad rap. Yeah, I mean, I just just I'm shocked. It, it is a thing, and I'll tell you why. As as a girl that you know is tall, our producer Jill, I know Trisha too, our other producer. Yeah. When you're a tall girl, you're tall because women. Girls grow faster than boys, right, in school. Right. So in sixth grade, we're the tallest person in our class. We have the boobies. We have, we're developed faster. And that's not an attractive thing when you're in sixth grade. That's where you get teased. Okay. So you automatically have this feeling of wanting to just be small and feel smaller because being tall is a really bad thing. Regardless of the fact that once you're 18, it's the coolest thing in the world to be a tall chick. 
when you're in sixth grade, all you want to do is just curl up and be a tiny little thing because you're so embarrassed because you're being teased for it. So I think that that sticks like everything from our childhood sticks with you when you get older and shapes how you feel about everything. So a lot of times taller women I see. Will, will rarely date a, a shorter man because of our own insecurity. It has nothing to do with a man. I just want to put that out there because there's <laughs> nothing wrong with the men that are shorter. I love the shorter men. I'm just trying to explain where that insecurity comes from. And it's all about us. It's not about you guys. So stick that in your pocket. If there's a woman that says, I won't date you because you're short, you can say, what happened in your childhood in sixth grade exactly. in the gym class where the dude was saying, of course, she's going to like be the long jump, high jump champion because she's this tall, lanky <laughs> thing. And then they tease you. That's where it comes from. I got it. Thanks, Angie. <laughs> All right. Now you know. Yeah, now All right. I know. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. When we come back, we're going to play our favorite game, Date or, or dump. dump. That's next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We love dating and romance. And you can always email us at simonandangie.com if you have a question about that, if you want to comment about what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're dating someone and they just started to creep you out, you need to know if you should date or Or dump them. So let's go to one of those emails we got. This comes to us, Simon, Mm -hmm. from Carrie listening in Rossford, Ohio on 101.5 The River. Mm Mm-hmm. She says, I've been talking to a guy on a dating app. We're talking about getting together. We made plans for this weekend, but I just got a friend request for him on Facebook, and it kind of creeped me out. We've never even met in person, and he's already stalking me online. What do you guys think? Should I date or dump him? They've never even met, and he's Facebook requesting her. Simon, what do you say? So the problem is you use the word stalking. If, Carrie, you believe that you've been stuck, then you cannot date him. I, and I hate that because I'm a romantic, so I'm always trying to find an angle. But when he she said, said, She said stalked and she said creep me out. So yes. you're, the two trigger words, creepy, stalky, are both so, in here. I can't fight that. I can't fight that. I mean, uh, women have an intuition. You know better than men what is creepy and, and the stalking. And, and so it's too soon, you know. I mean, here's the rule. Why don't we say it once and for all? Do not send friend requests on Facebook or other social media until you've met a couple times. At least in person. Yes, please. Everybody, listen. Do not do that. It's creepy. For me, for you, for anyone. I say dump, Simon. I said double dump. Double dump. Sorry, Carrie. All right, Carrie, don't date. He's trying to investigate. I mean, like, be normal like everybody else and Google the girl if you really want to dig in. Don't go on her Facebook. You can find out everything you need to know. Yes. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor, 855-905-8255 if you want to comment. We're talking about now yes. what men want in women depending on what generation you're in, 30s, 40s, 50s, because you know they change a lot, Simon. They do. Um, you're in your 40s. I'm in my 40s. Mm-hmm. What I wanted in my 20s is very different from what I wanted in my 30s, what I wanted in my 40s, mm-hmm. what I would want in my 50s, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, and so let's talk about this, especially as a man. Yes. Uh, because let's be honest, when you're in your 20s, you're a bit of a dog as a man. Everybody is. The word dog, I don't know. Not dog, but you are you motivated. Like, you're motivated by what? By the yeah, ooh-la-la. Yeah, 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 dog. Ooh-la-la. You're a little bit of a dog. 
dog. So, I mean, that's not a bad thing. I think everybody in their 20s goes through that. Women do, too. We go through our dog phase. Um, so <laughs> it's easy to make assumptions about what you know men want at different times. But they went to this online dating site to really find out. And they went to almost a million men. So it's been wow. very deeply dug through. A million men Almost a million men they surveyed to find out the top characteristics. And the most interesting part is the top two, uh, number one and number two, are the same for 30s, 40s, and 50s. Do you want to guess what one of the, like, um, smart, funny, beautiful, like, what do you think it is? Number one. Beautiful. No. Smart. No. Honest. No. Ah. Honest is number two. For okay. the 30s and 40s and 50s, honesty is number two. Number one is fun. You want a fun girl, right? You don't want somebody that's constantly drama, constantly sad, constantly bleh. So most of all ages want fun, uh, honest women. I would have said smart. Smart. Smart and honest. Smart is on the list. Yeah, but I would have been my first thing. I can't love a dummy. Uh, you can't love a dummy, of course. I mean, but you can't love somebody miserable either. No, I can't. And either. you can't love a liar. No, right? that right. So exactly, uh, men in their forties want someone caring, loving, kind. You're in your forties. Do you agree with that? Caring, loving, kind. Absolutely. Okay, men in their forties value, like you said, intelligent women more than younger men. You know, you know why? Why? <laughs> because we have less with a line more talk at 40 than at 20. So we need somebody to talk to because as you get older, you have less and less with right. a line and more conversations. I've always said that. When you're on your rocking chair and you're yeah. old, nobody's yeah. going to be cute anymore, but you nope. better be interesting. Yeah, and fun. Yeah, otherwise, that's right. I'm going to go rock on somebody else's rocking chair. <laughs> um, <laughs> men... Uh, love a good sense of humor. All men. Oh, yes, please. Perhaps this goes along with being fun, but men of all ages mention humor as a top trait. Women who know how to have a good laugh are just popular with men. Like, if you don't take yourself or life too serious. I mean, men and women, I mean, thank you, Angie. I mean, you have a great sense of humor. It's great to be around you. But you I'm always crazy. Laugh. No, so you're not crazy. Hopefully it balances. You're funny. You're not thank crazy. Thank you. Uh, 40s, men in their 40s want someone who's loyal. I, that's any age. I don't remember not wanting a loyal woman, Angie. Mm -hmm. So that's, I would agree. I think well, it's old, old, old men. They're saying the reason for this is men in their 40s have experienced a few more heartaches than men in their 20s, men in their 30s. And so they're, they're ready for somebody who's loyal, not cheating, not lying. I get that. I'm not so focused on the cheating personally. It's not the first thing for me. Right. Well, you're French. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a whole other story. You know what's most interesting is you mentioned beautiful at the beginning of this conversation. Yeah. Do you know where beautiful ranked for men in their 40s? Dead last. Dead last for men in their 40s. Fun, <laughs> honest, humor, caring, loving, kind, sense of humor, relationship, happy, loyal, family, positive, intelligent. Beautiful was dead last, which is... Well, Interesting. But, uh, can I be honest? I don't. I think that it's, it wouldn't be the last one. I think I would say the it wouldn't word be charming. Last for me either. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's it's very nice intellectually, but attractiveness is attractiveness. Do you feel like this is because men in their forties maybe have seen and done everything, and now they just want quality I mean, salt if, of the earth? Listen, if you follow your survey, yes. As for me, I think attractiveness is the reason why we have Ulala. Otherwise, we're great friends, best I agree. friends. I agree. So. I'm not having ooh -la, la with your brain. I'm yeah. having ooh -la, la with what I see. Okay? <laughs> All right. What can I say to that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's most important to you? What do you want in a woman? What do you want in a man? Let's talk more about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're love dating and romance and relationships. We're talking about what different men in different generations Look for in a woman yes. in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s and over. The most interesting part, I think, Simon, is of the maybe 15 categories. All three categories said fun and honest. Fun and honest are the most important. Laughter, humor, like just keeping things light. Maybe that's because we're a little bit later in life, 30s, 40s, 50s. We're not in our 20s and our teens where it's all about ooh la la and the hottest girl in the place. And now you want a little bit substance. Um, I know for me personally, yeah. I love support so much. I need support in my life. I'm a mother. I'm a career girl. Having somebody that I know has my back all the time. So I guess maybe that goes with loyalty. I don't trust, know. Loyalty. Like yeah. Trust and loyalty. Somebody that I know will always be there for me no and, matter what. But you said that, Angie, but that has ever changed. I mean, where you always, even in your 20s, even in your teens, not looking for somebody. It's a thousand percent change. Do you know why? Why? Because I had the attitude of, I don't need you. I don't need for you real? for anything. Absolutely. I can't see you like that. I was a girl who was kicked out of my house at 16 and figured out life. So to me, I'm like, I can do anything on my own. I really don't need you for anything. So, like, if you're not here enhancing my life, you're wasting my time. How old did you change from that attitude to I once, need you? Once I became serious about life and became a mother and it, it had a career. So 35. Yeah, 36. in my in my 30s. Yep, for sure in my 30s. Interesting. So. Uh, that, to me, is super important. I know things are different for everybody, but yeah, yeah. I want to go to our listeners and, Let's and do that. yeah, see what they think is the most important quality. 855-905-8255. So we've gone from superficial early in the show mm -hmm. to now what is really important at this part of the show. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have a call on the line uh, about this topic. What do men want in a woman is where mm -hmm. it started. Top characteristics, self-fun, honesty, things like that. 855-905-8255 to comment on anything. So let's go to the phone, Simon. Mm -hmm. Vanessa, listening in Brownsville, Texas, on 105.5-1063, KISS FM. Hey, Vanessa. Bonjour, Hi. Vanessa. Hello. Bonjour. So we heard what the men want in a woman in different decades, 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, I'm not sure if you want to say what decade you're in, but what's your most important trait in a man or a woman? Um, I think somebody who's really committed to the relationship, you know, um, who wants to form a true partnership. Commitment. That's that's what I'm really looking for. Commitment, Commitment and loyalty. Loyalty is a big thing on this list, too. It gets higher and higher the older the decades go. It's kind of, I think, what I was saying a little bit. I want to know that you got my back. Got your back, yes. Yeah, that you're committed and loyal. But you said Angie, and I don't know about you, Vanessa, but Angie said, you know, when she was younger, you know, she kind of was on her own like a, a rebel. It was and, me against the world. Uh, yeah, were you like that, Vanessa? Or was that, you know, you had a different upbringing and it was a different attitude? I mean, I don't think I was really, when I was really young, I was really ready for you know, like major, like marriage or whatever. But, but I think I still always wanted that connection and I wanted that commitment, even though, you know, I was much more immature back then. Yeah. Right. So listen, I understand, Vanessa, that you also have a advice question that you need uh, answered from Simon and I, if we can help you. Mm -hmm. And we're going to come back and I want to find out what your query is. Okay. Sure. That would be great. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for answering that question. And I, let's find out what yes. Vanessa has to say next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us. 855-905-8255. Call in. Ask questions if you need advice, love, dating, romance, relationships. We do it all here. Uh, We'll try to help you the best we can. Simon, we have a call right now. Still on the line from our last segment is Vanessa Mm -hmm. listening in Brownsville, Texas, 1055-1063 KISS FM. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Hey. So what was your real question? Because I know I kind of ambushed you with our other stuff we were talking about. Oh, no, no. So I've been in a relationship for a little over two years. And I'm really, I love my boyfriend so much. And I'm hoping that we'll get married someday. But it's so frustrating to me because I feel like we're always doing this dance, you know, like, when I'm feeling really close to him and really good about us, I feel like he takes a step back, like keeps me at a certain distance. Mm-hmm. And then and then I get frustrated and I get, you know, kind of like mad at him. And then I pull away because of that. And then that's when he comes toward me. So we're never completely meeting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we're always, we're doing like this dance back and forth. You know what that dance is? That's the power struggle of who has the upper hand in the relationship. Because if he feels you like him too much, he's going to pull back. And then you're like, well, screw you. I'm going to pull back. And he's like, no, wait, come back. It's it's who has the upper hand. in the rela- And you've been dating for two years? Yeah, two years. So, Vanessa, I mean, there's a saying, you know, it takes two to tango. Which means if you just stop and leave the dance floor, nobody's dancing alone and spinning. When he steps away from you, when he takes a distance and shows you like he's this big guy, and you, instead of getting closer to him, decide not to move an inch, he's going to come back to you pretty quickly. You stop the dance. I bet I know why she does that, though, because if he pulls away and we keep pursuing, it's going to be like, oh, you're smothering me. Like, leave me alone. You're too much. Am I right, Vanessa? Well, I'm afraid that I guess I'm ultimately afraid that he's gonna leave why would he leave if you said i want to marry you because like he'll feel like i'm coming on too strong or like he's not ready or or you're just afraid like all of us to be rejected yeah of course we all are and we all are and we all are but that's the leap of faith you have to take in love and exactly angie and so when i said you have to be the more mature one and not keep that unspoken. If you want to get married, you say can it. say it. And and stand strong. Don't be afraid of the truth because that allows him to grow up and get closer to you. And if he says no, that's his right too. But at least you're not wasting your time. Right. So and at least you, you're not sitting here spitting your wheels going, how does he feel? I don't know. This, I'm this so scared. T- the tango has to stop the dance. Yes. Like I should give him an ultimatum or something? No, no, no. no ultimatum. Just let him know how you feel. Say, listen, I'm I'm so tired of us going back and forth in this fight. I, we've been together for two years. I love you. I want to marry you. Where are you at? That's it. Right, right. Okay. Does that I'll make sense? It. It's been two years, girl. It's been two years. And if you want to be married, like, that's, he should know by now if he wants to or not. Let's open the door and ask him. Okay. <laughs> no, no, don't get on hand and knee and and produce a ring, but no, I would definitely no. No, yeah. no, no, no. This is where I'm going. Just ask him. Are you coming down this road with me? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. All I mean, right. It's going to take, take some courage to have that conversation, but I think right. I think you're right. I think I should should have do a that. Sh- have a shot of whiskey or whatever it takes and then just <laughs> like do some push-ups, you know, like lift some weights, whatever you have to do, get your muscles going, like <laughs> and just be brave, okay? 
Thank right. you. Thank you. Good, Good luck, luck to you, Vanessa. Bonne chance. Yes. Fingers crossed. When do you say something, Simon? I want to talk about that when we come back mm-hmm. on The Rendezvous with Simon and Nancy. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we just had our last caller on saying that she's really nervous after two years to tell her man that she wants to get married and they keep doing this power struggle back and forth, Simon. Yeah, we told Vanessa, you know, take the time and then, you know, just say it. Ask for what you want. You love him and you want to get married. Ask for what you want. And then you asked me, Angie, a key question, you know, when? When's the right time? And I want to say something. And Is that us men... Mm-hmm get very hungry at certain time of the day. Mm-hmm. And when we're hungry, mm-hmm. we are very grumpy. For instance, mm-hmm. I mean, and you know men very well. As Jason, is, isn't it Jason, your husband, not in a good mood if he's hungry? He gets hangry, hungry, and so, angry. That's yes. my point. And but so, so do so I. My, well, but here's the thing. If you're a woman yes. and you want to ask your man a key question in life, whether uh-huh. it's finance, whether uh-huh. it's love, just wait for him to have eaten his meal. Aww. And then So I get it like just tiptoe around. No, you don't have to tiptoe. Yeah. Just because timing in love and relationship. No. You're a little fragile. It's like bellies. a dance. Uh-huh. If you don't have a timing or right. the ooh-la-la, right. it doesn't go well. How a about conversation, a, okay. you have to respect the timing. Okay, don't ask me any questions that are life sensitive when I have PMS. Don't exactly. ask me any yes. questions that are life sensitive when I'm at work or yes. when I have the children. Agreed. Or when I'm like cleaning the house. Agreed. Which is everything I do in life all the well, time. No, so don't talk to me. How about no, that? No, but after dinner, you have dinner every night with Jason and stuff. Well, I don't have like dinner. We don't well, sit at this table with like candles well, and like the tea. No, wine or whatever. Don't ask questions to you men on an empty stomach. Well, don't ask me any either then. Well, I, I wouldn't either. I respect it. all the things you said. I agree. <laughs> I just feel like when you feel what you feel, you should say it. Why are no, we tiptoeing around because, each other? Because we need to respect each other's timing in life. Okay. If that's how we don't go to war. Right. Maybe it's not the right time to talk. Well, right, right now time. I haven't eaten. Can you tell? I'm really hungry. <laughs> I know it's late tonight <laughs> and you're hungry. It's late. I have had not had dinner. I've been I, working. I know. All You've day. had a long day. And the kids. <laughs> Simon. All right. No. More of the rendezvous. I understand what you're saying, Simon. More of the rendezvous next. Let me get some water. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have an email that came in to simonandangie.com. It's a bonjour, Simon Marcel. Ah, bonjour, bonjour. Yes, this is an email. Somebody uh, needs some advice from our French romantic, Simon, because mm-hmm. you're a little bit more gentle than the crazy person sitting across from you. So let's <laughs> no. go to Hillary listening in Riverside, Illinois on okay. 93.9 MyFM. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Hilary. My husband got a promotion at work, and the company is having a dinner in his honor. All the employees, all their spouses, the dinner is on the same night as my best friend's rehearsal dinner for her wedding, and I'm the maid of honor. My husband told me that he would like for me to be at the dinner with him, since it's a big night for him, Mm -hmm. but it's a big night for my best friend, too, and I have a responsibility for both. They're both really important. I don't know what to do. Simon, which should I attend? What should I do? Ilari, thank you for your email. Maid of honor, right? She is the maid of honor. She's the main. I mean, I think that you should go there. No. If you're the maid of honor, you don't want to go to the rehearsal dinner? Yeah, I mean, you should, but this is your husband? You're telling her, skip husband's big night yeah. for best friend's big night? I'll tell you what, because if Who's I'm... more important? No, 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 Angie. Let, let me explain. If I'm your husband, Angie, and you tell me I need to go to the rehearsal dinner, 
Mm-hmm. And it's your best friend. Right. I love you, Angie. You're yes. going to go to the rehearsal dinner. But this is her husband got a promotion at work. The whole company is throwing well, his dinner for him. Yeah, I got that. I, was I mean, they're but throwing a dinner for her it's, best friend. It's, 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 the difference is the dinner for him and his promotion is related to his work, his technique, his ability, not to you. If you're not there, you won't be but missed. But it is. No. It's his wife. No, you won't be missed. Simon, we need to talk about this a little bit more when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Who's more important, the bestie or the husband? Oh. Next. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This email came in for Bonjour, Simon Marcel, meaning somebody wanted advice from you, our French romantic Simon Marcel. Yes, and humble servant. Yes, that came in at simonandangie.com. But I honestly have hijacked this email because (laughs) I don't know that I've thought you were ever more wrong in your life with your advice. Let me just (laughs) recap. Um, This woman, Hillary said, hey, my husband got a promotion at work. Company's having this big dinner in his honor. All the employees, all the spouses, dinner is on the same night as my best friend's rehearsal dinner for her wedding. And I'm her maid of honor. My husband said, I would like for you to be with me at the dinner. It's a big night for him. But it's a big night for my best friend, too. Both are really important. Where do I go? You and say, I said to Hillary, you say, I'm going to the rehearsal dinner to my best friend. Because, listen, the promotion, I'm so proud of you, I love you, but they don't care I'm here. My best friend, probably 20 years of a lifetime, It's my. Re- she's getting married. She's a maid of honor, Hilary. I would say to my wife, it was her, of course you go to the rehearsal dinner because, you know what, I'm a big boy. I can handle the promotion and the dinner without you, honey. So be a great friend and show the love where you are. And Angie, he, you disagree he already with said, me. But he already said, I want you to be there. Well, yes, but th- th- he's wrong there, too. And so, oh. so both things are wrong. But this is a big night for him. Listen, I, I, I get that. But it's like you know, like like um, if you become president of a big company and all yeah. this, and it, it, people are all fake. It's they don't huge. care about the wifey. But it's just not husband. about everybody else. It's about what your husband wants. And your husband said, "I would love for you to be there. I want you to be there." Well, the husband should grow up and be oh. looking at his wife and her best friend. Said so they built a best friend. No, no. Angie, who's your best friend? My husband. No, Angie. No, my your, husband. But who's your a girl best friend? Percent. Who's your girl best friend? Elizabeth. All right. So tell me what you would do. I would be with my husband. You're kidding me. Before forsaking all others. That is part of the wedding vows. If my husband specifically, if my husband said, go be there, then I would maybe go be there. But I would still feel bad about it. I want to be there for every monumental part of my husband's life because that's why you marry someone. You want someone to share but, these these conquests with, the good, the bad, the ugly, the life. And my friend is my best bad. friend, but too, my okay. but my but my husband is my life. Like he comes before everyone. But, but I get it. And if you would have said the hospital, I've said of course anything. No. But a promotion If I had a if I had this huge dinner in my honor and I asked my husband to be there, and he still chose to be at at, at his best friend's yes. dinner. I would be so upset because he's the groom, right? So. It, no, because because he's the best man. Yeah, best man. I would me. still be upset. You're in the wedding; it's all good, but this is a huge night for me. Like you have to be with me forever. You don't have to be with your best friend forever. Whose feelings are more important, mine okay. or your best friend? CNG, where I disagree with that question is uh, a best friend is thirty years of love. To build. We have one best friend in life. I'm no. not talking about romantic. I've I'm had talking, several best friends well, in my life. In my case, it's been great. So I just think that you don't let your best friend down for your husband getting a promotion. You if don't you, let your spouse down. But it's not down. That's the most important. Okay. Yes, because he said, I need you but, to be there. But wouldn't you She ar- said, okay. no, you're not important, is my best friend. Would you argue with your husband that he's being ridiculous? No. 
Not absolutely not, because his feelings mean more to me than anyone else. If that relationship falls apart, everything in life falls apart. If my relationship with my best friend falls apart, I will be devastated. But it won't affect my daughter. It won't affect my personal life. It won't affect my job. It won't affect my health, my mental state. It will so, destroy everything if my husband and I forsaking all that's, others. That's a compliment of how much, and I mean it, and it's true, how much Angie loves her husband. But that's how, how everybody she, should but, feel about their but, spouse. But I can guarantee if it was my dad and my mom was married for 52 years, my dad doesn't, my mom sitting next to him would say, Elizabeth, go to Anne Sinclair, her best friend. Of course, I don't understand that psychology, Angie. Maybe it's where I'm, I'm from. I'm not there to impress other people. But I'm I there just, to be there for my husband. Right, but if your best friend and if you already know the marriage is coming, you got to be well, there. Well, then she should have planned the rehearsal dinner a different day. Knowing that my husband had a big day. Oh, my God, Angie. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Nobody's going to get a divorce. Oh, I'd be so mad, Simon. <laughs> More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed anything from our relationship topics, um, please go to simonandangie.com. Hear all our podcasts, all the audio there. Superficial deal breakers. Mm -hmm. We talked about Tasha's problem with short men. And, uh, you know, like things that you see on the surface that don't really mean a lot, but it's the first thing you see and sometimes it's a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. What we look for in a partner, a list of what men want at different times in their life, 30s, 40s, 50s. Yes. And that's that whole list is at simonandangie.com as well. And dealing with a partner who's pulling away. That was our caller, Vanessa. And I felt like she's pulling away and... Simon, you had a really good Simon Says during that call. Thanks, Angie. I just said, when someone pulls away from you, don't chase them. Don't chase them. Right? That doesn't work. It's not going to help you. Stand strong, stand by, and keep you cool. It's coming right back. She was worried that if she kept chasing, that she would seem uh, smothering. And you lose your dignity that way. You become resentful that way. Just believe somebody when they show you who they're being if they're pulling away believe that they're pulling away for a reason exactly don't be afraid of rejection face rejection i totally agree simon that's such a great quote thank you so much for listening tonight to the rendezvous anytime you want to uh hit us up please do on social media simon and angie on facebook instagram twitter also call us anytime leave a message 855-905-8255 thanks so much for being with us tonight we'll chat with you tomorrow on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.